Welcome to the Spiritual Boss Babe Podcast. If you're a woman who is ready to step into your power and manifest a life and business that sets your soul on fire, then you are in the right place. I'm your host, Stephanie Bellinger, and I'm a mindset and success coach for spiritual entrepreneurs. I am obsessed with helping my fellow soul sisters shine their light and live out their purpose so they can experience more magic in everyday life. We all have a special purpose here and we're meant to share our message and gifts with the world. You deserve to be fully supported emotionally, spiritually, and financially from doing your soul's work. Together, we can make a massive impact in the world and it's time. So let's do this. In today's episode, I have another amazing cosmic coaching conversation with Tilly Storm, who is a somatic sex and intimacy coach. And in this episode, in this conversation, we go through a lot of things. We talk about pleasure-filled business, navigating really big shifts or pivots in your business, and so much more. And I feel like this conversation we have is so relevant and needed for other entrepreneurs on this journey because it can be... Uh, quite the journey, if you know what I'm talking about, especially when you're going through major shifts, pivots, and changes, and you are wanting to step into uh, your next level of who you are being and how you are operating in your life and in your business. So when I do these cosmic coaching conversations, they are beautiful conversations where I support someone with navigating through a big shift in their life or in their business. And you get to be a little fly on the wall, listening in and soaking in the codes that you receive through our conversation. If this is something that you would like to do, and you would like to come on the podcast as a cosmic coaching guest, visit the link in the show notes, and you can see where you can apply for that. So let me introduce you a little bit more to Tilly before we dive into our conversation. As I mentioned, she is a somatic sex and intimacy coach and is the magnetic host of the Multi-Orgasmic Millionaire Podcast, which you definitely need to check out. Tilly has been captivating audiences since 2017 with her unique blend of wisdom, Southern sass, and unapologetic authenticity. With over 330,000 devoted listeners and counting, she's garnered recognition as one of the top 20 sex coaches worldwide. I'm really excited for what you're going to receive from listening in on this conversation. And please let me know what you get out of it. Come tag us over on Instagram. You can find me at the spiritual boss babe, and you can find Tilly at tilly.storm. And all the information you need as well is in the show notes. Also, I'm not sure if you are aware, but I have tons of amazing, super valuable free resources on my site where I will leave the link for you in the show notes as well. So whether you want to start with my abundance activation hypnosis, my release and receive transmission, or my recent 5D business codes training and transmission, 
So many things are there for you to soak in the magic, upgrade your vibrational frequency, reprogram your unconscious mind, and really take your business, your impact, your income to the next level and beyond. So go dive in, check out the show notes, and hit me up on the gram and let me know what you love, what your breakthroughs are, what manifests for you, or anything else you love to share. So without further ado, let's begin to dive into this beautiful cosmic coaching conversation, and let's welcome Tilly onto the show. Welcome to the show, Tilly. I'm really excited for this beautiful cosmic coaching conversation we are going to have today. And I so appreciate you for being here. I'm really excited for you to be able to share yourself and your magic with my audience as well. And yeah, thank you for being here. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here as well. So you are a sex coach. You've been supporting others in a really profound way in that realm um, can you share a little bit about what got you started in the, that work and what led you to pursuing your mission and gifts in such a way? And then we'll open it up to what's expanding for you. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Well, I got onto this very unexpectedly. I don't think anyone grows up being like, I'm going to be a sex coach. <laughs> um, I was actually born and raised Southern Baptist and uh, near New Orleans, Louisiana. And I grew up with a lot of body shame and guilt. Um, and when I had my firstborn, I have two kids, they're teenagers now, they're like almost 13 and 15. But my firstborn I had at home unassisted and his birth changed my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I everything I learned about my body and pleasure and sex was just like blown out of the water. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, what does all of this information mean about the body? Because, and that experience is like, oh my gosh, we can totally trust the body. We can totally experience pleasure and like orgasm. What the heck is that? Because this thing that just happened, like it was the most painful and the most pleasurable thing of my life. Like I don't even, I had no context or framework to like process that experience. Mm. It just set me on this personal growth and development journey. Um, And then by the time I was 27, I started questioning things about sex. Like I could only orgasm in one way. I felt really weird and awkward in my body. Um, and then I had started researching some things about sexuality and I came across the JDEG. I started sitting with a Tantra teacher, uh, doing JDEG practices. And then I was also working in a birth center at the time and realized that a lot of women were struggling with sex after having kids. And while it wasn't like I never lost desire, anything like that, um, but I had been through like my own journey of healing shame and guilt from being raised in a very religious environment. And I was really inspired to help other women uh, to overcome trauma and negative conditioning and stuff like that around their body and sex. So um, I started a sex, love and relationship coaching training, and that was in 2016. And I've been doing it ever since. Wow. In 2016, sex, love and relationship coaching. Very cool. So you've Mm -hmm. been in the game for a hot minute. Yes. Yes. Yep. <laughs> nice. And what are some of like the biggest, I guess, shifts and results your clients have experienced from working with you? Oh man, I've, I've been <laughs> so many experiences these last six years building a coaching business. Um, there's so varied. It's been many ups, many downs. 
Um, but the number one thing I would say that women have come to me for is lack of sexual desire or just not feeling pleasure. So the shifts that they have really created in themselves is like feeling alive and vibrant in their body. Again, learning to trust their body, um, awakening that life force inside of them so that they actually have energy again, uh, no matter how many kids they have, or, you know, some of them don't, but, um, just being able to feel that sense of aliveness and vibrancy from inside out and not like sex is something that, you know, this is outward thing and we're looking for approval and all of these things, but sex being something that uh, you feel just, it's just a part of your, of being alive, that our sexuality is good and sacred. So um, yeah, that's mainly the the things women have sought after my coaching for and that's what I've helped them overcome. That's beautiful. And I'm sure it really impacts every area of your life. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> your body being like in touch with your own ability to experience pleasure and how that can pour out into different areas and relationships and money and whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Many of them would get raises and have job breakthroughs because they weren't asking for what they want. They weren't asking for what they deserved. <laughs> and when they learned boundaries and learned to find their voice and to be able to speak up for themselves, which is a lot of what sexuality work is, um, many of them would get job promotions and raises because they finally start speaking up. <laughs> That's so cool. It's yeah. so interesting and fascinating how so many things are like interconnected, you know, mm -hmm. like, just sim the simple act of like being in your power and asking for what you want and like holding that. That's cool. Yeah. 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 And so I know you shared a little bit about you've been going through some expansion and shifts in your realm. Um, would you like to share a little bit about what that's been like for you? Yeah. So this last year has been an absolute roller coaster. Uh, and it's been all in the dark. Like I have no idea where this roller coaster is going, but I guess I'm here for the ride. <laughs> so this time last year, I actually had a big peak in my business. Um, I was doing really well, had made more money than I'd ever made in two months in my business. And it was kind of on a high. And I also simultaneously was bored out of my mind. <laughs> Uh, the things that I was doing um, to help get clients results, the program that I was running, it was working. Women were getting amazing results. And then I just started feeling the sense of, man, you know, I am not excited about showing up for this call today. Mm -hmm. And I would, I was getting to the point where I was like, oh, damn it. Like, I don't, I don't want to do this and I have to show up anyway, you know, mm -hmm. uh, which is a really, really strange feeling when you've spent the last five at that time, five years doing this work that lit you up that you were so excited about. And then all of a sudden you're like, wait, why am I not excited about this anymore? Mm. Uh, this is very confusing. And uh, not surprisingly, the clients started drying up. I was really, really wanting to work deeper with women on a much, much deeper and longer term level mm -hmm. because I did not feel like I was doing, like my gifts and abilities were not being utilized. I was like keeping them in a small box and the program that was working for people was working for that type of people. That's great. But like, 
I knew that I wasn't doing like a quarter of what I was capable of helping women experience. Mm. And it felt so limiting. So that program, and I had to end it. And then it was like, okay, well, what the hell do I do now? I don't know. You know, that was my bread and butter. It was was the main thing. Like you've done it multiple times and then, okay. Yeah. I did that program for two and a half years and it, you know, was a six figure business, you know, put my kids through private school, all the things, Um, you know, it was doing great. And then it was just like, I just felt so limited. I started working with a coach that, you know, was going to help me attract clients at a different level to be able to go much deeper with them. And then it didn't work out. So then I was in limbo for months and months and months being like, okay, I don't know what's happening here. I don't know what to do here. Um, But my whole life is falling apart. (laughs) Like I'm not bringing in the income that I need to continue living the way that we're living. And I've got to seek out, you know, different avenues of making money because this isn't working out for me. And I will not go back to what I was doing before. With the Uh, program that you were frustrated and bored with. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I started looking for jobs and then I got one. (laughs) I got one months ago, actually. And then the woman ghosted me, which was the most like if it weren't confusing already because I'm just like in the dark being like, God, what do you want me to do? Like, I don't know which way to turn. Should I start another group program? Um, Should I go for what I really want? Should I just start looking for a job? And at that time it was like, okay, so I tried to get a job and I actually got hired. I actually signed a contract and they ghosted me. Like still have not heard from this woman anyway. So that didn't work out. And then I was like, okay, well maybe that's because I need to start, you know, I need to focus on my business. It's a sign, you know, I'm not doing like, that's just not for me. Right. Mm -hmm. And then months went on again and again and again, it was just like, nothing was working out the way that I needed it to in my business to continue living the lifestyle that we've been living. Mm -hmm. And then it was just like, okay, guess that was a fluke, you know, um, we're going to keep applying for jobs. And then I got a really amazing one recently. And now I'm kind of left like, I don't know where we're going from here. (laughs) What's happening with my business? You know, I don't know. I, yeah, I'm just in this state of confusion still around how do I continue to do what I really desire to do at the depth that I desire to go with women and create the, that sort of change and impact, um, while also maintaining a full-time job. So, yeah. Well, first I want to thank you so much for your openness and vulnerability and transparency. I know it's not always easy for, you know, it's like, especially as entrepreneurs, like we take a lot of pride in our work and what we're doing. And oftentimes it's easy to make it mean something about us or our work or what we're doing, what's wrong, what, you know, all of that. I was doing so much better before. And Mm -hmm. I just want to like really commend you for just being so open because this journey is not for the faint of heart. It does come with highs and lows at times. And, um, you know, I would love to offer a perspective shift if you're open to it. Yeah. Uh, I think that it's congrats on the the new job that's supporting you right now as you as you figure out what's next. Mm-hmm. And I just invite you to see that as like a big 
you know, stepping stone that's going to support your energies, can support your nervous system while you have the more of that space to feel secure, to be able to find the clarity for what's next. Yeah. You know, because when we're in this mode of like, oh my gosh, I don't feel like I can keep up or, you know, whatever, uh, then it's like that survival mode kind of kicks in a little bit and it's hard to create from that place. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's great that you have something that you, you can use your skill set and you can be supported while you figure this out. It's not a permanent thing unless you want it to be, of course, but it sounds like you, you know, you really know what your purpose and your mission is. It just, it is going through, um, like an incubation kind of evolution period, um, from what you were doing before. And I saw that you're, I pulled up your human design. You are, um, uh, sacral generator two, four. Well, you have to, you have to get into human design. It's like a whole nother, a whole nother thing, but it really just shows like our energetic blueprint. And so from what you were sharing before, um, you were, it sounded like you were feeling frustrated and burnt out from what you were doing. It wasn't lighting you up essentially anymore. And no matter why, but when we try to use, when generators, we, we have a lot of energy we try to put that energy towards something that's not actually like that gut. Yes. Then it leaves us feeling frustrated and burnt out because we're using our energy in, I don't want to say the wrong way, but not the most optimal way. And so I guess my question for you, if you can look back, um, do you remember like the point when you started to feel bored with what you were doing? Was there, um, what, was what was coming up for you in that time when it went from that shift of like, you know, loving it and everything to feeling bored? Was it just like you wanted to reach a new type of person or just, yeah, you've done it so much that it was like, all right, I want something new. Yeah. I had been running that program for two and a half years when I started to get bored with it Um, or maybe slightly before, because it really went for uh, almost three years um, until, you know, the last cohort went through. So uh, what was going on was that I felt like I was like, there was nothing new being created. <laughs> like, like, okay, yeah, there's this thing and it's working for people, but I'm like, I'm bored because I've done it for so many years and so many people have gotten a result, but like, let's innovate, let's move things along, you know? And then the type of client, like I wanted to go deeper with them and I wanted to go deeper with them for a lot longer Mm -hmm. and also charge what I felt that um, the transmission that I could help them through. And, you know, that shift that it was at a much higher price point than I was charging previously. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, that's why I had um, just kind of like shifted into it's either this or, I don't know what, (laughs) because uh, I'm not going back to that. And that's where the the nine months of confusion set in. It's like, okay, well, what's next? I don't know how to attract clients at this level. Um, I don't know people who can afford to pay me at this level, you know, personally. So yeah, what do we do from here, basically? And did you get clarity when you were working with the coach that you kind of no, I did not. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. The, the only thing that I was clear about was that um, I guess, unless you already know people at that 
level who can invest that amount of money that it's very difficult to move into that space. Um, that was the one thing that I got clear about because the people who were successful in that program already had a network of very, very high income earning people. And I did not. Um, I, did, I, you know, I don't have friends that are millionaires, you know, things like this. So it was, you know, like, okay, I don't know where to go from here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Have you considered getting in front of other people's audiences? Yeah. And that definitely led me. I just did a summit um, on feminine leadership and I definitely sought to do different collaborations and, you know, make sure that only the collaborations that I was doing were with the type of, you know, ideal clients that I would potentially want to attract. Mm. Uh, And then that still just didn't pan out. So, yeah. Is that the only thing that really lights you up currently that like when you're, when you're tuning into like, okay, what's next for me? And you get, you seem to be like, I really want to go deep with people at a higher level. Is that the only thing that um, has come to you? Are you open to having multitude of ways that you could share your work for different types of people that does feel supportive for you or? Um, I was, and then after trying it for so long, doing so many launches that just didn't pan out, it's like, okay, block, block, block. It was literally like everything I tried to do was, nope, not working out. Nope, not going to work out. Nope. (laughs) It was like God putting a roadblock in the way Mm -hmm. for months and months and months. I wanted to do retreats. I wanted to do in-person things. And every time I would do surveys to my audience, they'd be like, oh, we want to do in-person things. So I'd launch an in-person thing, crickets. Like, okay, I don't know what's going on here. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I've definitely remained open to, you know, different levels of investment and, you know, doing that, but it just hasn't panned out. What do you feel is that, what, what do you feel it is? I'm curious if you were to. I have no idea. Yeah. No idea. I think that it could be a combination of a few things like our energy, of course, but also how you're sharing your work and how you're sharing the power of it and um, the energy that's behind that. Not saying that you weren't sharing it in a powerful way, but what I've seen, and I'm sure you've probably seen this too, is I feel like the coaching industry in a whole, as a whole, basically, is going through a purification process. Mm-hmm. Through a purge, it's going through a purification. And with that, it's calling us to a higher place of service and a more embodied version of ourselves with what we're doing. And with that comes a new layer of potency of how we're sharing our work, how we're sharing and conveying the value of it. You know, people don't just want to throw down money just for the fuck of it. Not that they ever did, but like, you know. They, they want to know, like, they want to feel what's in it for them. Like, yeah. like paint, paint, painting that picture so deeply and specifically where they could literally put themselves in, in that story, in that uh, vision to see themselves with those results that you are going to support them to, with getting. And so I, I found that it's um, a blend of strategy and energy, of course, but in a way that makes you feel good and you feel lit up 
And it sounds like what you were doing before didn't really feel the best for you. It wasn't lighting you up with, I, I guess, I don't know exactly how you were sharing it and what you were doing, but from what you shared about it, it doesn't sound like it was like super exciting. No. So I would want to know, and maybe we can, you can kind of like think about this right now. What like offers aside, what would make you most excited in the way that you show up and share your work and the power of it? Mm, What would make me excited? Um, (laughs) Being having an audience of people who actually understood it. I don't know if there's like a disconnect between how I speak of the transformation and what's actually possible and available, which I guess that's what the issue is because if people knew, then I feel like then they would be jumping all over it. But I don't know if there's some block with me being able to convey that message. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So I guess what would most light me up is for people to actually understand that when they are in their pleasure, when they fully trust their body and stop outsourcing their freaking, you know, sovereignty to doctors and other people and <laughs> all of these things that they uh, understand that, you know, self that you're self-directed and that that is true liberation and freedom when you're not, giving that power to other people, to a man, to your partner, whoever, right? That you, that pleasure is something you can generate from inside of you. It's not dependent on outside sources or things. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if, if people understood that, then they would, you know, be like all over it. But I guess that there's just been an issue with me conveying what's possible. I don't know. Do you convey it to friends of yours that know you really well? Is there a certain way that you convey it to them, people who know you and know your work mm. that you're comfortable with? Just curious if there's like a different way. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if it's different in how I convey it with my friends. Maybe I'm a little less filtered with them, obviously, um, because it definitely holds some strong opinions about things <laughs> that could definitely piss some people off. So maybe that's the edge, though, that you need to lean into. You know, maybe like that un- more unfiltered way of sharing it is what people want. Yeah. Maybe that's going to be like one of the things that s- causes people to lean in and listen more. Like, oh shit, I'm down with that. Yeah. You know, what were you going to say? Um, no, I was just reflecting on that statement because it's definitely something that I've worked on, especially through the COVID years, um, because it was very, definitely had some strong opinions about what was going on in the world with that. And, you know, I feel like the more that I spoke about it, the more people were attracted to me, um, and the better my business did do, um, and, you know, when it comes to body sovereignty and all of that, you know, I, the the episodes on my podcast that have been the most impactful or that I hear about when people get on calls with me, like, I found you from that episode where you talked about such and such and such. They're like, oh, you liked me because of that. Okay. (laughs) Well, I was afraid to say that thing. (laughs) I've definitely heard that. And I know that that's what makes people magnetic, but at the same time, you know, I don't want my business to become about politics, you know? Yeah. And there's, there could be a balance. There could be a balance, you know? 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there could be a balance of how you do that. Yeah. So I, I want to, I would love to share something else. So, so mm-hmm. your, your work is all about pleasure, right? Like being in your pleasure and like being sovereign in that. Yeah. So what if like you just literally did like a, an experiment for yourself of making, and I'm sure you probably already do your own pleasure stuff, like since it's your life and your work, but like making your pleasure a top priority, making your pleasure in your business, making it pleasurable how you show up. Like if it's not fucking pleasurable of how you're showing up and sharing your work, like it's not even, no, like it's not going to happen. So what, like being in your pleasure with how you're like embodying it yeah, in every area. I think I've done a great job of doing that actually, because that was just, I think that's the only way I know how to live, to be honest with you. (laughs) I don't know how to live another way Um, because that like, I'm so committed to that, that I'm willing to let my business go. Mm. It brings me that sort of light up fiery energy. So deep. I I feel like that's something that would be such a powerful share. Like mm-hmm. that's so deep right there that you just said, you literally, mm-hmm. this is your like life's work. You're so passionate about it. You've done amazing. You've supported so many freaking women with like claiming their pleasure and like really being in that, that once you decided, once you felt like it wasn't pleasurable for you, you're like, mm, I'd rather get a job until I figure it out. And I sure as fuck would. Yep. That is hardcore right there. <laughs> I am a very hardcore person. Yes. <laughs> I think that's something to really be celebrated because now you're giving yourself the space of like, like, okay, what, what is next and what, what will be most pleasurable to me? Yeah. And you might not get the clarity, like right this second, like on this, in this conversation, but hopefully this can spark some things after this because uh, you know, it might be that sure you can uh, call in these higher level people that you want to go deeper with, mm-hmm. and that could be one element. Um, but there may be other avenues that still feel exciting for you that you haven't tapped into yet. Yeah, you know that can come in a multitude of ways. Um. And when it comes to getting clear or clarifying the way that you're sharing your message, um, going back to that piece of like, are, are they really feeling what the results are? And you you were saying like, I'm not sure. Cause if they were, they probably would be jumping into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would invite you to paint the picture of like examples, like what happens when they're not in their pleasure or they're not in touch with their pleasure? What are some actual specific examples? Like, oh, your sex life is boring. You're not, you know, getting off or whatever. Like, you know, you're bickering and fighting in your relationship. Like I'm just giving random examples of my own. I don't really, you know, but what are some tangible examples of what things happen in different areas of their life when they're not connected to their pleasure? And then what, on the other side of that are some specific examples of what it's like when you are. And then, and you know, the work that you do with people is to bridge that gap and to get them in that place. Yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. And there's definitely that that bit of that dichotomy of pleasure pain that I think people are so afraid of. Um, you know, like we just talked about how it's radical. It's pretty hardcore to live that way. But when you're living so true to your pleasure, I think people are freaking afraid of that, right? Mm. Because it does mean lots of change and transformation. And I feel like that's definitely part of what holds people back from living a life so authentically in a way. Um, but yeah, I definitely could speak more into that in my sharings and my emails and podcasts. Yeah. What do you think that people are afraid of when it comes to stepping into their pleasure? Like you just kind of touched on that. I I would love to hear. I think that's also probably a powerful thing that you could share. And I I selfishly wouldn't want to know. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I think, and I know this to be true is that many women do not ever book their call. They'll never talk to me because they are so afraid that if they went down this road, they're going to lose their relationship. They're going to lose the security that they've known for years and years and years, that they're going to change and shift so much that they're no longer going to be able to continue to live the life that they're living. And that's terrifying to people. And trust me, I know I'm freaking living that right now. (laughs) I am living that right now, but because I am so committed to living in true authenticity, I don't freaking care. I don't care. Like I am willing to go there because I know it can only be that much greater on the other end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that women are very scared of who they're going to be on the other side of claiming their pleasure. Um, what that is going to mean for their relationship, what it's going to mean for the type of men they're attracting. You know, I get women all the time. Oh, I'm, I'm only attracted to this type of man. I can't ever find one that I'm attracted to, or, uh, you know, no one's attracted to me. And it's all like trauma bonding patterns that they haven't healed yet. And, you know, going into this or diving into this means that you're no longer going to be able to have those excuses. Mm. So kind of like wrapped into their identity or who they, yeah. what they were, the identity they were clinging on to. Right. And that was me for the last nine months, clinging on to the identity as me as, I mean, a successful sex coach, having had a multiple six-figure business, uh, all of that. And there was definitely a moment a couple months ago, there's not, I think it was only maybe a month ago, actually, where I was like, oh, what if I just let that go? Mm. What if I, what if that's not, that? that's just an ego attachment? <laughs> <laughs> I know I and I I was being called to let it go and it sucked because you know I don't know what's on the other end of that quite yet but I'm willing to go there and find out <laughs> did you fully let it go though like I mean since it's still what you do or is it just is it just expanding or coming coming into something different it's coming feels- into something different is what it feels like that you know, what I, the depth that I desire to go with people, the type of client that I want, that I have to go through this because, you know, this is something that they're going to be called to do as well. And to be able to support them through that, you know, as part of the transmission that I'm gaining in this moment. So, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure what it looks like on the other end though. I just got goosebumps when you said that because like I can feel that for you when like 
I feel like we all go through initiations in our own, on our own journey. Uh, I've been through plenty of my own that it feels like you want to pull your hair out in some moments, like what the fuck is going on? Mm -hmm. And at the same time, like the higher aspect of you knows that this is just going to become even part of your potent medicine and magic that you share with the people that you support. And the best way to be able to support them is to have gone through it because then it's embodied. And so even the fact that you, like you said before, of like putting your pleasure first and like putting, leaving things aside that you once, I mean, that's like a big, big thing. Yeah. And it sure as hell is. (laughs) It's not easy to let go of the ego attachments and the identity, you know, who we identify ourselves as, you know, Um, but it's definitely something that I've been called to let go of and search for the, the expanded piece on the other end of it. And yeah, I'm not sure, but we'll find out soon. (laughs) Do you have any idea at all or just, it's totally blank slate? It feels like a blank slate. Mm. There's part of me that's like, did because my business was built on a very shaky foundation. I had just gotten divorced at the time when I started my business and it was very tragic. Like I was not asking for this sort of thing. It was very all of a sudden. Um, and then it just had to end. And I started my business on this foundation of like, Holy fuck. You know, he was, he supported me and my children. And now I'm a single mom with two kids and no money no source of income. So I better figure out how to make this business work uh, or I'm going to end up having to go live with my parents. And to me, that was not an option in my mind. I figured out how to make it, make it work. And I made um, almost a hundred grand my first year as a sex coach. So like, that was definitely part of my identity is like, I did it. I figured it out. I made it work. Right. Um, And yeah, like letting all of that go is it's fucking scary because like, I don't, (laughs) okay. If I'm not going to do this anymore, I'm being called to just give up all attachments, all identities um, and step into this unknown piece and just be supported by the job that I've just acquired. Um, It feels like total blank slate. I don't know who Tilly is on the other end of this, but. Wow. That's really, uh, it could be such a scary, but also such an exciting place to be. Um, I was just speaking to a friend the other day who shared something similar where, uh, she has a really booming business as well is kind of going through, a uh, an interesting phase. And she said similar, something similar, like, I don't even know what's next, like at all. And mm-hmm. this is a theme that's been coming up so much. I actually just did a video about it on my Instagram. Oh, cool. I said to her, I was like, what if that's like the thing that we're a lot of us are being asked to surrender into mm-hmm. like what if we didn't need to know exactly what's next a thousand steps ahead of time like <laughs> what if it, it the the lesson is to really understand what surrendering and not knowing and being okay with uncertainty is like and to know and experience that we are supported even in that. Maybe it doesn't look exactly how we want it in each moment, but it's like that that deepening of surrendering and being 
I believe that we're all channels in our own right. You know, there's divine intelligence channeling through us, through how we're serving other people. And I think that a big part of this, you know, phase that a lot of people are going through is to deepen into that and allowing that to come through in that takes surrendering and surrendering the attachments and the ego. And it's, it fucks with the the human for sure. Oh my God. Yes, it does. Oh, there have been so many days where I'm like bawling and crying and my boyfriend, you know, (laughs) the, the way he has supported me through this has been incredible. And I think, you know, he's the only person who could have, you know, been here and really seen me through this, powerful of a shift and transformation. Uh, but yeah, it's been a huge lesson in surrender and trust and faith. One, an initiation far deeper than any other level of surrender and trust and faith I've ever had to have. Even when I first started my business, which I thought was an incredible amount of surrender, trust and faith that I was having to have. Um, having lost my home, almost going into foreclosure, I had no money no money when I started my business. Like it was literally hell or high water and I had to make that shit work and God damn it. I did. Right. Um, and this time it was like, okay, so we're not actually there, but this is like a different layer of that, but kind of the same blessing being revisited six years later, <laughs> just at a different layer of it. So more surrender, more faith, more trust in a different way. Uh, yeah, it definitely felt like that's part of it is just letting go all the attachments, all the identities Mm. being open to the flow of life. And I guess this is just where we're going. (laughs) Okay, great. Show me the ride. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Sometimes we don't know all the answers and like when it comes to um, like showing up in our business and attracting the people that we want. I think it's more, um, more has to do with how we feel about ourselves and our work and the people that we're serving than the actual how to. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, that's like a, a part of it, but something that, uh, I've been surrendering into and supporting clients with is like, just being so anchored in your power and your conviction and your knowing that when you show up that you just, you have, you know, that the right people are going to find you and you speak from the place that conveys that clearly transmits that clearly. And you're in the energy of excitement about that. So I know you were thinking like, how do I reach these other people? Um, what if, yeah, just like getting into that energy of they're already there. There's already people that are willing and able to invest at the level that you desire. It's just a matter of you um, aligning with that in how you convey your work and how you show up for yourself and um working through whatever comes up around that. Like, I don't know if, yeah, like any stories or whatever is coming up around that. Yeah. I mean, the only one that pops into my mind is <clears throat> I, what am I aligning to? Mm-hmm. Because they don't know. 
Yeah. <laughs> is that something I have to actively try to do or is it something yeah. that, like reveals itself over time? I'm not sure. <laughs> Well, as a generator, you are literally meant to follow what brings you the most joy in your life every single day. So okay. when you are doing that, then your place, pleasure, joy, and this is similar, you know, um, but when, when you are following your joy, you, we, so as generators, we're always responding to things. Our aura is big and we are attracting things to us. And so- <laughs> I don't know how deep you've ever gotten into human design. Probably not super deep. No. So there's different energy types. Me and you were sacral generators. So it's easy for me to share. So basically our energy field is always attracting things to us. We literally don't have to do anything. We're always attracting things and we're responding to things. We're meant to live in response. We're not actually meant to initiate or you know, try to make things happen. We are always in response to things. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and th these things can be small, maybe like I'm saying stuff to you right now. And maybe what I'm saying is causing a something in you that you're going to respond to, or gives you an idea, right? You know, maybe you go to uh, yeah. an event and you meet someone who, you know, is interested in what you're doing, whatever, like we're always in response to things, but our sacral, which is your gut instinct, your gut yes or no, your sacral is is responding with a yes or a no. And I'm sh you're probably in tune with that feeling. Yeah. You know? So, well, obviously, because you said, oh, I'm not doing this anymore. Like that was a hard no. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. was your, your sacral was like, um, no, we're not doing this. And so we're when we're responding to things, it's when, when it's that yes that's when we are meant to use our energy on it or like, listen to that. That's our, our authority is your sacral authority. So um, yes, the, we still are, we still do things. It doesn't mean you don't do things. Our strategy is to wait to respond though. So while we're waiting to respond, it doesn't mean sit on your couch and do nothing and like, just like let everything but it means live your fucking life. Do what brings you joy. Do what makes you happy. Like, um, do what makes you satisfied. Because our in our human design, uh, as generators, our signature is satisfaction. So when we are in alignment with our truth and and our energy, we feel satisfied. When we're not, we feel fucking frustrated. And you already can see this probably as I'm saying it. Mm -hmm. So the key is to live in satisfaction in every area of your life. Put your business and all that aside right now and with the thinking and trying to figure out what's next and go on this experiment of like, I'm I'm just gonna do what makes me satisfied. And in my life today, maybe it's like dancing sexy in front of the mirror in the morning, you know, and just like get your day started off in a nice energy, like whatever it is. But when we are living in satisfaction, then we can start to notice what's coming to us in our realm. You can still have that intention of, I would love to attract, you know, a couple new clients at the level of which I would love to serve with my gifts. I would love that. That's my intention, you know, and set that and then just go about your life, do what you love and notice what you're responding to. 
Mm. Or maybe from that energy of living in satisfaction, you're like, fuck, I want to share this post or this story about what I, about how I put my pleasure first. And it, it, and because of that, I stepped away from what I was doing and it wasn't easy, but my pleasure is number one. I don't know. I'm just like throwing examples, (laughs) but like maybe from that, (laughs) what? Just like they're coming through already. (laughs) But like, you see how I'm kind of like, picture like, I'm sure you, you've been in moments where you feel like super high on life. You're like, fuck yeah. Like that. And from that energy, something might come out of you that you don't know if it's going to call in a, a, that client, but maybe that's not even the point. You're just in your satisfaction. You're sharing from your power, your potency, and you can, you know, allow in unexpected things. Yeah. It's like trusting that it's not always logical or linear either. Right. It's definitely not because come on, what, like for real, how confusing is this shit? Like (laughs) everyone's like, how do I get out of my nine to five? I fucking hate it. I want to be a coach. Right. And then here I am. I'm like, dude, I just want to fucking nine to five. (laughs) (laughs) Give me a really high, you know, the job I have, is really like a dream job. Uh, Super high like super amazing pay. And, uh, yes, I I did have the thought. It did cross my mind of like, Hmm, I wonder if to, in order to attract clients at the level that I deeply desire, like not only did I have to give up my ego identity and, you know, all of these amazing accolades that I, that I have for myself, (laughs) but I also actually had to get a job. Like, Yeah. Like what if the only way that I meet that person is through that job, you know, that literally, uh, and I was going to say, and maybe you acquire, cause you, you do have a great, you know, thing that you were sharing and it allows you to work from home. I'm assuming too, but like you can probably going to pick up and acquire extra skills too, when it comes to sales, marketing, whatever, that's Mm going to support you in your way to follow your strategy of how do I, how can I apply this to what I'm doing? I mean, you never know what can come from it. So yeah, that's completely true. Yeah. Right. (laughs) And just reminding yourself that it's not permanent. Yeah. Nothing is. Nothing nothing is permanent. Yeah. I think that's the one lesson I've, I've had to learn through all of this is that the only thing we can count on is things changing. And like literally holding on to that because I wanted them to change so badly. And for months, it seemed like nothing was changing. Mm. And just to remember like the only sure thing in life is it's going to change. Mm-hmm. And like, I was so excited about that. Cause I'm like, okay, great. Where's the change? <laughs> and, yeah. Right. And, yeah. Then, and another thing is like, we go through expansion and contraction periods sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of us have been going through, you know, a contraction period in the last year for, you know, different people. It's been different. Mm-hmm. But when, after contraction comes expansion. Yes. And then we meet a new layer, a new depth of who we are. And, you know, it's you know, kind of like a rebirth, reset, recalibration, but a big one in a good way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Exciting things ahead. <laughs> there can only be... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited for you. I feel like you're in like a really empowered mindset. And I think it's really inspiring that like you are, I think your journey and your story is really inspiring. Actually, I feel like it, it will inspire a lot of people like just 
just the the things that you've went through probably inside through all of this and to just be accepting of like i don't exactly know what's next but i'm going with it yeah for sure and i think if there's any entrepreneurs out there that are in a similar like okay i have to make money somehow sort of thing i think there's a lot of shame mm-hmm. around taking a job. I had it for like half a second, but I'm a master of like transmuting shame. (laughs) So, I mean, that's, that was what I did with my sexuality and my body when I first started sexuality work, right. Is was getting through shame. And I definitely felt that for half a second of like, does that mean I failed? Like, fuck no. (laughs) Like I knew better. Um, But yeah, I do think that there is this thing of like, oh, I didn't make it. I guess I failed. And now I'm ashamed to have to get a job sort of thing. I think that exists in our spaces and people don't talk about it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I am. I hope it inspires someone that there's nothing wrong with you. You didn't fucking fail if you get to go get a nine to five, um, that it is part of expansion and contraction and, you know, giving up your, ego identities and attachments for whatever is next for you. So hopefully it does inspire someone. I don't know. (laughs) I think that you're, you're, you have, you're, you're right. It does carry a lot of shame. And I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with having getting a job or a side hustle or whatever, like um, if needed on the journey and just like reminding yourself, this isn't permanent. Like I'm still going to still make space for yourself and your work. You know, sometimes people need that to step back from the entrepreneur thing and you know, and come back even stronger and build from a new foundation that really, really supports your energy in a way that, what? Yeah. That's what I was saying about the foundation. Like when I started my business, it was just on like do or die energy, such urgency and scarcity that I was like, well, maybe this is just my opportunity to crush that shit and get in a huge state of abundance and um, come back from a, with a completely different foundation of entrepreneurship, like of hardcore boundaries of like, this is the only type of client that I take on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't need you as a client. <laughs> so you know, when I'm a fuck yes, I'm a fuck yes. And it's for both of us, not just you, right. It's for me too. Yeah. Um, and that's the new foundation that I would like to approach entrepreneurship from um, because I feel like there's so much room and it's so expansive to be in it from that place as opposed to what it, where it was six years ago. Exactly. And a lot has changed in the marketplace too and everything and like just energetically on the whole planet. What I want, I'll invite you and everyone listening to actually journal on that. What if you were to build your business on a foundation of abundance, consciousness, pleasure, joy, satisfaction, what would that look like? Like, how would that feel? What would you do? Like really let yourself go like lean into that more and like get it out of your head and onto paper. And because you're, because you're not the only one who's built from a foundation of that lack, fear, scarcity, hustle, Mm -hmm. you know, um, a lot of people have done that and it's like, okay, how do we really want this to be? Yep. 
have some things crumble first and have you realized this and that and the other, and you're going to have to learn it this way. And we know you're not going to like it. You're going to be kicking, kicking and screaming a little bit, but you're going to be okay. That's like your spirit guides talking to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. It's so good. Do you have any other like questions or anything that you want to bring? Uh, not particularly. I mean, yeah, I think just talking to you has really helped have a different perspective on the whole journey. Um, I, and I never said that out loud about being like, I, I was like, this doesn't light me up anymore. It's not my pleasure. Well, fuck it. I'm getting rid of it. And I'm also willing to go get a fucking nine to five until I do find something that lights me up and works out. Right. Um, I, I don't think I really saw that as that's like to look to, to be like, Oh my God, that's how deeply I've embodied that. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> I never saw it that way. <laughs> I'm I'm happy I was able to reflect that because I feel like, you know, how like people have their stories of like, you know, their, their come up stories, you know, or the thing that they went through that like was like the beginning of the thing. I feel like that could be like a core story for you. Like it doesn't matter if you tell it now or you tell it a year from now or you continue telling it and you can add to it of like, yeah, I even, you know, went through this period where I was blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, I had to go through all this and that and this, and this is how important. <laughs> like, it could be like your story, part of your story. It is yeah. part of your story. Yeah, it and is. It's a, it, it requires a lot of bravery and, and the whole, the shame that you move through. Not a lot of people maybe can move through it as fast as you have because of your knowledge and tools and wisdom. They might've mm -hmm. got spiraled into it, you yeah. know? so many things. So I would, yeah, definitely own that. It's big. I'm excited for you. Thanks. I could feel your power and like the level of belief and conviction and skills and knowledge you have in your work. So obviously like whatever's next for you is going to be fucking awesome. And just allow yourself to get clear, clear on your own time of like, what is that new foundation? What do I want it to feel like and look like? Like, let me, I don't need to know exactly what is next at this moment, but what do I want the found, like the foundation to look like if I were to build this from a place of abundance and follow your joy, satisfaction, and pleasure, see what comes to you as you respond to it mm -hmm. and keep me posted. I want to hear what <laughs> transpires for you in the coming months or whatever, however long. Yeah. I love that journaling on what the new foundation would be like, because I have no idea. Yeah. So and, and you can you can get the clarity on that of like letting yourself. Oh, well, what do I want it? What would be pleasurable? Yeah, have, you know, people inviting me on their podcasts to speak in front of their audience. Oh, to for you know, like how, like let yourself dream. It doesn't need to be like you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. Like how you said you you started doing it before of like. Um, oh, I just want, I want people that I'm a fuck yes about them. They're a fuck yes about me. It's yeah. not like that. You started sharing a little bit about it. That's kind of what, why mm -hmm. I said, oh, lean into that more of like how you want it to be. Yeah. Because you get to. Yes. I love that. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on and opening up and being vulnerable and sharing your heart. I feel like this is such a powerful conversation. Like I'm, I'm really excited to share this. I feel like so many people are going to just be 
so grateful. And I would love for them to connect with you as well. So where can people find you and connect with you um, on the interwebs? Yeah, I have a podcast, The Multi-Orgasmic Millionaire. Uh, So that's the name of it. Go follow it. Um, And I have a free five-day training, five days to epic sex and pleasure for high achieving women training. If you want to take all 270 episodes of my podcast and you only had time to listen to five, that would be the five I'd want you to listen to. Cool. So multi-orgasmic millionaire podcast. Yep. And on, are you on Insta or any other platforms? I am, but um, we don't like social media. (laughs) Shut us down. (laughs) You you can follow me there. I do still have an Instagram account, but um, I don't post a lot. Uh, It's at Tilly.Storm. Cool. So your podcast is where all the magic is really. Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Tilly. And everyone, make sure you go check out her podcast so that you can learn how to have more pleasure in your life in all areas. And Tilly, I'm wishing you the best. I'm super excited for what's to come and unfold for you. And I am excited that we got to drop in deep and I'm looking forward to staying connected. Amazing. Thank you, love. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you loved what you heard, please be sure to leave a review on iTunes and hit the subscribe button. If you want extra motivation to manifest a life and business that you're obsessed with, then find me on Instagram at the spiritual boss babe or visit spiritualbossbabe.com. I love you and appreciate you so, so much. And I'll see you in the next episode. I hope you have a magical day.